What's peace, everybody? This is God. I'm going to talk about one thing today that, that bothers me. I'm going to talk about one thing and I'm going to get out of here, right? I did 15 years in federal prison for a conspiracy to sell drugs. 841, 846, and 924C, which is a gun charge, right? They gave me 15 years, 180 months, no cooperation, right? I've been hustling all my life, number one. I've been hustling all my life. But when I came home, you know, you try to get out the game, so the first thing you do is you go get a job. Now, let me let me tell you something about this job industry, right? What I realized very fast. It don't matter if you got what I don't like about a job, and I probably won't be working a job for 20 years trying to get no pension and no shit like that because none of that shit is worth it. We'll get into that in another segment. But at the end of the day, what I realized is out of 10 supervisors, no matter where you go, I don't care what job you go on, it's always going to be one that missed his shot. Always going to be one sucker. It's always going to be one sucker that missed this shot, right? The most disrespectful people I ever met in my life were citizens. And what I mean by that is that when you be in prison, you might walk on a yard and you might bump into a dude. He might got a life sentence and he'd be like, excuse me, brother, my bad. And y'all just go about your way. You're like, damn, that dude is real humble. It's like, yeah, you got five bodies. But he's the nicest man in the world. When you come in the street, back to the street, and you go in these jobs, situations and you hear these supervisors be talking to people crazy and you like you know just can't talk crazy to me like then i'm i'm definitely gonna light his ass up right so i be hearing him talk that old hot fly gangster shit i'm like damn i didn't know a nigga with a job could be a gangster you know what i'm saying so in my situation like i said one situation dude just was hollering at me one day fuck this get the fuck out the way i told him nigga i said yo i will beat your motherfucking and i looked in his eyes when i was talking and I saw the fear in his eyes, like, this nigga's finna hit me. But my point, I wasn't gonna hit the nigga. But I had to let him know, like, nigga, I will fuck you up out here. You understand? I will beat your white ass out here, nigga. You understand what I'm saying? But this is my thing. A white person to be talking crazy to you on your job. Soon as you haul back and smack this nigga for all that gangster shit, he been talking to you for about five years. You know what the first thing they're gonna do? They're gonna dial 911. They're gonna call the police on you. You understand? So my thing is this. I asked the nigga that gets smacked this shit. I'm asking the, the smacky. You've been talking all this gangster shit. Why, what, why would you call 911? A gangster don't call 911? And then they'll show up at your trial every day. I don't know why he smacked me. You know white people love to lie. I don't know why he smacked me. I thought he was a good person. I hired him. I did this. I did that. I don't know why he did this to me. And you looking at this nigga from the defense chair. And I can't believe this nigga up here with this fake and shit. But he would definitely get you thrown in jail and know he started all this shit. But anyway, like I said, at the end of the day, my point is this. I never met no the most disrespect most disrespectful people I ever met in my life. With citizens. Like you'll be, I'll be walking in the street and I'll be hearing dudes how they talk to each other. I'll be, you know, be in traffic and a dude be like, man, fuck you. Fuck you, nigga. You pull beside them niggas or get out the car, they out of there. I'm like, well, what was all that for? You understand what I'm saying? Like, 
you you be like, this is crazy. Like, you know what I mean? I meant the world. The, the world is ass backwards. You'll go in prison. You'll meet the goodest dudes in the world. You'll meet the humblest people in the world. But you come in the street. It's like a bunch of monkeys is running around here. Just, you know, functioning monkeys or something. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what is going on with y'all? Y'all, y'all, this how you talk to people? You understand what I'm saying? That's why I don't feel sorry for people. Like, the first thing when I, when, when a person come to work and he shoot everybody, the first thing I say, I wonder what they did to that man. I don't say he's wrong. I say, I wonder exactly what they did. Cause this man been working all his life and he finally just got it one morning and went and got an M16 and killed everybody. I don't believe that he did that just to do that. Cause he would have did that. But part two to this segment of disrespectful citizens, like I was saying, right? The man and ran up in the, 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 his job, killed everybody. Went and got him an M16, killed everybody. I don't feel sorry for the people that he just shot up because the first thing I want to know as a criminologist, you know, why you did it? The first thing he probably going to say, they was fucking with me. If he's alive because a white person, when he run up in the business and he shoot everybody, you ain't going to send him to jail. He's going to go and blow his head off. Fuck it. You get no revenge. You understand? I ain't even going to court. I ain't gonna make it in prison. I'm just gonna shoot myself in the motherfucking head. There you go. You get no retribution. You understand what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but I'm just saying, nine times out of ten, you probably ran up in the joint. People's fucking with him for years. Oh, Billy, you stink. And fuck you, you, you sorry motherfucker. He just woke up one morning and said, yo, man, I'm tired of this shit. I'll keep going to work. They keep fucking with me. I'm a gun. Load this motherfucking M16. He probably had his, his shit. Ate a sandwich. Probably, you know, did the white people shit. Put some mayonnaise on the sandwich. Ate the sandwich. Drank his little tea. Pat his dog. Told him he loved him. You know what I'm saying? Folded his clothes up like they ain't gonna have to, you know, pack my shit. Packed all this shit up. Walked straight to work. Walked straight to business. Ain't speak to nobody. Took the M16 out and just shot everybody. And then shot himself. You understand? So sometimes then you, then everybody on the news like, oh, my God, this is a tragedy. Is it really a tragedy? Why did he do it? He didn't break the law all his life. But all of a sudden today, he's going to walk up in there and start shooting people. He, did, he didn't shoot the janitor. He didn't shoot the cafeteria worker. He didn't shoot the window cleaners. He didn't shoot the Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? That's getting jerked. You paying them two dollars an hour that's coming in there doing all the work. He shot exactly who he wanted to shoot. He let everybody else go. Do I feel sorry? I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry. Because I want to find out why he did it. But on another note, something that happened to me just yesterday, right? I'm driving a truck. I pull on a narrow street. It's a black woman in a, in a daycare center van on the phone with a baby in the back, not paying attention. She's driving straight towards me like she she's driving a bumper car. I'm turning. She's driving straight towards. She see me turning. So I gestured through the window. What are you doing? You know what she did? She looked back at me. What the fuck you mean what I'm doing? And I'm just looking at her. I just feel like I'm on an episode of Love and Hip Hop at the moment. And I'm just playing in my mind. What do you mean what I'm She rolled her window down like a gangster. <clears throat> Excuse me. Probably, like I say, been working all her life. So I'm picturing in my mind as she's spazzing. <coughs> Excuse me. I said, now, if I just take this seatbelt off, I'm pitching this in my mind. 
stepped down out this truck, right? Put my hands through her window and grab her neck and strangle this bitch and bring her through the motherfucking window. Throw her on the ground and stomp this bitch out. <clears throat> I can hear her screaming right now going, police, police, police. And then I'm going to say, why is you calling the police? You was just talking some gang. You hitting a woman. I'm a woman. You was acting like a motherfucking gorilla a minute ago. I thought you was a female motherfucking gorilla. You know what I'm saying? I thought you was a wild animal in the motherfucking truck. I didn't know what you were. I just thought my life was in jeopardy. That's why I beat your motherfucking ass outside of the car. Then she'll be at trial. I'll be sitting on this end. And she'll be sitting up there on the witness stand. I didn't do nothing wrong, Your Honor. I don't know why. I go to work every day for the last 20 years. I can't even work no more. Giving the motherfucker the, the, the Miss Millie slave motherfucking uh, uh, we shall overcome testimony and shit against me. So, you know, what? instead of me going through all that, you know what I did? I just looked at her. Said, you know what? You right. Rolled the window up and kept going. She probably went home and thought she done won too. I had to cuss this nigga out at work. Yeah. Same person had to go back to work and let her supervisor cuss her the fuck out. The white man. He'll let her cuss her the fuck out and she won't say a word. My thing is, ain't no halfway to being gangster. But disrespectful citizens, that's just what it is, yo. That's the end of that. Hi, uh, hello? That pet store. Yo, peace. Peace, God. Um, I just randomly came, came across your channel, B. Um, just wanted to chime in on that shit you said about citizens. Now, I'm a citizen myself. You feel me? Um, I don't partake in um, things of the street. I stay my ass on the sidewalk. But uh, I think a lot of that shit comes from something my grandma told me. My grandma, my grandma always said she wasn't no fighter, but she'd sell wolf tickets to keep a nigga off her ass. And um, I think a lot of motherfuckers in the world just be selling wolf tickets, like 95% of motherfuckers. So if you just bark enough, motherfuckers, the motherfuckers stay off your back. But once you uh, uh, try to fight a motherfucker, that's when shit change. That's when everybody, you know what I'm saying? So I think most of that shit, man, is people selling wolf tickets, bro. But keep the podcast going, bitch. Peace, this is God here. Peace to the civilized. Fuck you to the uncivilized. I don't believe you can civilize the uncivilized. I believe that you bring that energy, that negative energy towards me, you get ran over. I believe you bring positive energy towards God, you get godly results. The subject of the day, another subject of the day to me, is baby mothers... Versus the mother of my child. Can we explain the two difference? Let's get into it. Baby mama. I'm going to have to use my story because like I say, my story is, is the best story. I can't use no other example. So, like I told you before, I was in prison, federal prison, for 15 years. Uh, I caught my case in 1993. I was on the run for six and a half years. When I was on the run for six and a half years, I fled from South Carolina. I'm from New York, but I was hustling in South Carolina. 
I fled from New York, I'm out for South Carolina to Atlanta, Georgia, the ATL, before it was as populated as now. But I fled there. So remember when me and my partner, we fled to Atlanta, Georgia, nobody knew our name. We was basically on the run, like a AM, like a, uh, like a, a lifetime movie. So I end up having kids. I had two children. I had a daughter and I had a son, but I'm going to talk about my son for now. Talk about my son, my son's uh, mother. So when she, when she ended up pregnant, the feds, it was like six and a half years later, the feds ended up uh, kicking in my door. She was pregnant with my son. So I went to prison. We wasn't together at the time, but we was cool. Our family loved me. Shout out to them. Uh, I feel like her brother is my brother and her mother is my mother, but we wasn't together. So when I went to prison, you know, I went to prison. I, I was free and clear. I didn't have no, I didn't have no type of um, attachments to be in love, to feel like I want to throw myself over the top chair. But the agreement was when she had my son was, well, when you get out of prison in 2012, the end of 2012, that you're going to take your son. My son at the time would have been, I think 11 years old at the time. So I was like, I right, bet no problem. So when I touched down, I got home, you know, I was like, I wasn't on my feet. So I had to, you know, wither the storm and end up getting on my feet. And okay, you basically, I would love to take care of my son, bring him. But that never happened. That agreement never happened. She always kept him now and then. She let him come up for the summer every now and then. And it just never happened. So as time passed, he gets older and gets older. You know, he's boys getting raised by his mother. And eventually, you know, he gets to the point that is that he wants to come stay with his father. He's getting too grown. So me and my son always had a good relationship. So uh, one day he, he, he goes off the chain, you know, flips on his mother. So I'm like, well, all right. She's like, come get him, come get him. So I'm telling my her brother, which is my man, peace to uh, the God Antonio. I say, yo, listen, man, I done figured this out. She's not going to let me take him. I'll come down there and she's going to change her mind. So why are we even going through this? But I never understood why she didn't want me to take him. I never understood why. So a couple of months passed by. So we get to the conclusion, like everything, enough is enough. We make the decision that he's going to come live with me. He's 16 now, so he's going to come live with me. So I'm getting my stuff together, getting school papers. I'm excited. I'm ready to raise my son. I'm excited, you know, and uh, part two to baby mothers versus the mother of my child. So like I said, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm waiting for my son to come and. And I, I end up uh, booking a flight, you know, man, I booked a flight to go to Atlanta so I can go get him so we could ride back. No, actually, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I actually booked a room in Atlanta in the Hilton. So I'm about to ride my car down to Atlanta so we can ride back, have, you know, man to man time on the way back, 12, 13 hours. So I do all this and um, I goes down south to go get my son. So as I'm riding down south, you know, I get down there, you know what I'm saying? You know, the first, excuse me, first she said to me, she said before I left, she said, well, look, won't you just let him come up in January? So won't you just let him come up in January and, um, you know, don't break him out in the middle of the school year. So I'm like, I bet we could do that. Um, so I rode down south anyway because I, I didn't, he didn't know I was coming. So I was going to surprise him, you know, to make him feel, you know, 
good to see me, you know, like make sure I ain't lie to him. So I, 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 I rode down south and, 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 um, gets down there and, and we kicking it, you know, we talking. I get the room, he in the room with me. I go open up a bank account, student bank account. That's another story, but I open up a bank account so he can, uh, you know, have his money because he works at McDonald's, which is a good thing. So I gets back, I comes back up to, uh, Jersey. Right, comes back to Jersey. I'm excited. I'm telling my girl like, yeah, she was cool. She, she's about to put the birth certificate, put my name on the birth certificate, and all this and all that. I go to the little family little sessions with them, you know. And so I get back up here. I wait a couple of weeks. I'm chilling, waiting a couple of weeks. So I called her back and I said, listen, um, yo, when come we're gonna be come get him for December? She like, yeah. I mean, if you want to come up to you for Christmas, I'm like, nah. What do you mean for Christmas? I'm like, he supposed to be coming up here for good, right? She was like, nah, don't worry about that. He not coming up there. I'm like, what do you mean he's not coming up here? You just told me he was coming. Was you lying to me or something? Hey, well, let's forget about it. He's not coming up there. Bye, 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 Shina, bye, Shina. Hung up on me. So I'm wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? So I call her brother, my man. I'm like, yo, yo, what's wrong with your sister? She just lied to everybody. She told you, your mother, she was coming up here. He's like, I don't know. I ain't going for this old fuck shit. You know, my man, he from Atlanta. He's like, so he called her up, spazzed on her, said what he had to say. Like, yo, you wrong. She, you taking his side and woo, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, what is going I don't understand what's going on. So I said, well, is she going to explain this to my son? Because he think he going to come up here. So boom. She tells him, so I talks to him on the phone. I said, uh, what did your mother say to you? He said, oh, my mother said that um, I can't come because, you know, she just started downing me to my son. She said she talked to grandma, and that's another story, and your brother, and they said that, you know, when you get mad, you might flip her, and did it. And I said, how do you feel about it? He was like, I told her that was crazy. Like, I don't even understand. Yo, it broke my heart. That she would actually be talking to my son, trying to turn my son against me. Like trying to justify herself to turn him against me. And, and I didn't understand what was going on. So it, it really hurt my heart. I wasn't going to get on the internet and start crying like Tyrese and shit. You know what I'm saying? But I was just like, damn, you know. But what it was, was as I sat and I figured it out, all this boils down to. Is a check. See, I'm not on child support or nothing like that, but I'm not on the birth certificate because I was locked up. So she gets a check. She done came in her ghetto mind that if he comes up to New York City, she can't get paid no more. A couple of hundred dollars. She got two extra kids. This is the third child, my son. A few hundred dollars. You're going to keep him away from his father. Oh, when he then she told him, oh, when he comes down to Georgia and moves and buys his house, you could go to his house and stay with. I guess he can go to the house and stay with me because you'll continue to get your check. Somebody then told her probably like, yo, you know, if he go up there, I didn't even care about her check. You know, to my my knowledge, if you could have kept your check, you could keep the money. I don't want the money. You understand? Let me continue this. So I'm like. If it's all about a check, I don't want the check. You can have the check. I just want my son to come up here 
And, you know, I was looking forward to helping him with his homework. I'm looking forward to, you know, getting him, showing him how to save money, teaching him about credit. I'm looking forward to all this. Snatched right underneath me for what? A couple of hundred dollars. You know, and it's crazy that, you know, at the end of the day, when we think of our black women out here, we think of these black women out here. And we go to the baby mama, to the mother of our child. And, you know, when you call somebody a baby mama at the end of the day, that that's a baby mama. And I don't think when you say that, it's nothing good that comes out of that. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have a woman. You have a man. In my opinion, to anybody who's listening, the dude that takes care of his child, wants to be there for his child, he always ends up with the shit into the stick. He's the one on child support. He's the one with the suspended license. He's the one getting dragged to jail. But the dudes that have babies by these chicks and they don't do nothing. They just walk through life free and clear. Don't give a fuck about their kids. They walk, just walk one, just walking down a one way street. Ain't even looking back. They the ones that skate through life. There's the ones that they'll come over in the middle of the night, hit the, hit the broad and go bout they've been. They the ones that won't give a child nothing and they'll skate through life. But the ones that take care of their kids are trying to be a part of their sons or their daughter's life. And we ain't talking about the father that just want to be a part of the sons and the daughter life just to be close to the mama. We talking about the fathers that really want to build and raise their son. They always get the shit into the stick. It is a difference between the mother of your child and a baby mama. It's nothing positive comes out of a baby mama. Nothing. It's nothing cool about that. A check. This is what it's all about. A few hundred dollars. A few hundred dollars. And you'd rather keep him away from the sun. But this is the catch. Say that then. Don't act unjustified like that ain't what it is. Oh, because of this reason or because of that reason. Just say it. I will respect you more. Yo, listen, I, I'm, I'm about my money. And then we could figure out a way to so you could keep the, the money. We could figure something out. Let's work it out. Be the mother. If you want some extra money, okay, you're trying to get over to the government. Let's figure it out together so you can still get your paper. And, we, and, and we'll be good. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we, we'll be good. But no, the greed, you know, the ratchetness. You know, it's cool to be ratchet now. The trifling is cool to be a thought now. You understand what I'm saying? It's cool. All this shit is cool. But it's really a difference and it's sad. Because it's so what's so sad when I think about the baby mama versus the mother of my child. Right? What what's so sad about the two entities is that a gorilla in the jungle have a baby and the daddy, the gorilla daddy and the gorilla mom, the animals know what to do. Nobody have to train them how to take care of their kids. Nobody have to train them to, yo, you teach your kid how to climb a tree and this is what you eat. Nobody, a ant, a roach have babies. Nobody trains them to teach their kids, or I mean, not their kids, they teach, teach their, 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 their animals or insects. Nobody has to teach them. 
They do this by instinct. They do this by naturally doing it. The only people that don't do nothing naturally is a human fucking being. How does a human being not know his responsibilities as a parent or know his responsibilities as a human being? All I ask sometimes is just be a human being. I couldn't sleep at night if I did some shit like that. I got to get my rest. For a person that does stuff like this and lays their head and goes to sleep at night, those are, you can't even call them animals because an animal ain't going to do that. They got to be something, a, a word that's less than a human being. It's crazy. But like I said, that situation to me is is, is crazy. Like you understand, we, we as human beings, like I said, we we supposed to be bigger. We're supposed to be the controllers of the universe. We're supposed to be the person that controls. We're supposed to walk upright and be controllers of, of, of land. And we're supposed to be over the animals. But instead, it's like the animals, if the, the animals probably looking at us going, and they the only people out here don't know what to be doing. Like, you know, so they don't know what. I guess they don't know their job as human beings. They look at them, they run wild. We're the ones with the sense. You understand what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm not going to get on the Internet like Tyrese and start crying and shit, break down and blame the shit on some medicine and shit. Think about it for a little while. I'd be like, damn, I done fucked up. Let me get up. Let me start talking about how I was on uh, uh, psycho drugs. Yeah, that, 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 Tyree, stop that bullshit, man. Stop that motherfucking bullshit, dog. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You thought about what you did. You did some dumb sucker shit and you got on the internet and you thought about what you, you, you went to sleep at night. Niggas got at you and you woke up in the morning and said, you know what I'm saying? I was on psycho medicine. I would have just been like, nigga, I was emotional. Fuck it. I was emotional. I bust out crying. So what? Niggas would have left you to fuck alone. But the psycho drugs, nigga, come on, stop that bullshit, nigga. But at the end of the day, because niggas would have felt you like, I understand when what you probably what you probably going through. If you a legitimate father and you trying to take care of nine times in a woman is probably bitter about her life. So she trying to drag you through the mud. You understand what I'm saying? And, and that's another story when it comes to the child support. Do I think a child deserves fifteen and sixteen thousand dollars a month? Of course not. If I send my I don't send my uh I, I don't have that type of money, but at the end of the day, I don't send my uh baby mother's money. Like, what did he need? Like he need a pair of sneakers and six pair of pants. I'm gonna go snatch that. Cause I already know if I send my money through the wire, that shit is in the air, nigga. They gonna make it rain on some dumb shit. I said a hundred dollars, nigga. They gonna make that shit rain on dumb shit. You understand what I'm saying? So, 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 you know, I know better than to do some shit like that. But you know, and at the end of the day, like I said, at the end of the day, I ain't on child support. I ain't on none of that shit. You know, but it it, it just it just broke my heart. It broke my heart, man, because because I just couldn't understand where that was coming from. Like we don't have beef. You with who you with. I don't care who you with. You you with the guy you with. I'm with the woman that I'm with. And let's just come together as parents and do to make the right decision for the child. At the end of the day, when this child grows up and he starts thinking like, Yo, you really try to keep me from my father. And he just feel some kind of regret towards his mother. Like, you're not in my best. And just because you, you just lied in my face. 
Is he wrong for saying that? Because that's what he's going to eventually say. And I had to tell my son, like, yo, son, this is about a check. It can't be no, it can't be no other reason why we're not together. You can't be bitter. I've been to jail. You done fucked a hundred niggas probably. You done, you done did what you had to do. You had fun. I'm not mad at none of this shit. You enjoyed your life for the last 15 years. I didn't say one word about it. I wasn't mad about it. I hoped you found the best man for you and y'all got married and it would have been beautiful. I'd even came to the wedding and threw rice for your ass. So it can't be bitterness. What else could it be? It had to be a check. So any dudes out there that's going through what I'm going through or went through what I, you know, went through what I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, bro. You ain't the only one. But understand one thing, man. The truth don't need a kickstand. It stands up by itself. A truth, the truth don't need a cosigner. You can get that all by yourself. In the end, the truth gonna win. And that falsehood is gonna fall down. Because negative people need a bunch of people around them to co-sign whatever they're trying to do. When you telling the truth, you don't need nobody. You sleep good at night. You just say what you say, do what you do, and you move on. That negative animal monkey shit, they're going to call up everybody that don't like you. Yo, I did it because of this. Girl, you right. Girl, you right. But anyway, I'm out, man. God, peace to the civilized. Fuck you to the uncivilized. I'm gone.